Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody. That's my normal introduction. Um, and welcome to episode 70 of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. Uh, today you are joined by the you know, usual suspects, myself, Lucas, how is everybody? And my brother Matt, how are you? Howdy, we're finally back after uh, the longest hiatus ever. Not quite, we've done longer. I don't think we have. It's been, what, six weeks? Uh, September 23rd, I posted the last one. Oh, it's only been a month. Oh, that's not that bad, actually. Yeah. God, we're spoiling you guys. <laughs> it seems like longer <laughs> because I've spent more time gaming in the last month than I have in any month Every prior month. since World yeah. of Warcraft exited <laughs> my life. <laughs> and you can probably blame most of that on the majority of it anyway, on one game. Yeah, Destiny. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, it has actually kind of taken over. And as much as I'm trying to quit, I don't, I haven't been anywhere that's been able to provide me with Destiny patches yet. <laughs> well, I've hit, I think you're past me in hours by mile now, because I'm at like 152, but I haven't been playing it for the last like three days, except for log on, do the daily heroic, and then log off again. But even oh, that, like I skipped it a couple of days ago, because I just couldn't be bothered. No, fair enough. They no, are. I, I have passed you. I'm combined with my characters I'm probably at maybe 200 <laughs> that's way like that. that's out of control um, I know exactly no, I um they they ran their Queen's Wrath thing a couple of weeks ago which was a special event where you could do special missions for the the Queen character yeah. in the game from the reef and then um after that, they did the Iron Banner, and since then, like the last week, there was nothing, and there's nothing this week either, and they mm. haven't announced anything new. I think they're and giving up already. <laughs> the 10-year plan went for like four weeks. Yeah, well, they the last they came out saying there was, like last week or something, they said 3.2 million people were still playing daily, and the average gaming like session was still like three hours. Oh, well, there you go. given that they've, I don't know, I'd say I'm probably not the only one that's kind of losing interest from no, content. No, I mean, I, we'll still do that. We're doing the raid after this, after yeah. we record this. But aside from doing the weekly raid and then leveling up whatever I get out of it or just not worrying about it. Well, that's uh, my thing now. Like, I'm at the point where I'm level 29 um, and I just really can't be bothered anymore. You know, I still play it because it's the game that I'm playing. Um, but this week I've played a couple of other games and I'm getting more enjoyment out of doing other things. Yeah, you know, which is the way those kind of games work. And as if anybody actually listens to the podcast on a kind of regular or semi-regular basis, most of them would know that I don't play games all that much. You know, I get a game and I play it and I get the feel for it. And if I like it, I play it a little bit more and then I normally get bored. Um, but I haven't had all that much time to play games until Destiny came out. And for some reason, it's just, it took up all of my time for at least a month. And uh, now it's getting to the point where I've 
pretty much capped everything that I wanted. And now I'm just kind of doing the shit that I need to, to level up the other stuff. But the thing is that I like the character that I've got. I've made him the way I want and I've got all the weapons that I want to use, whether it's in PVE or PVP. And I don't really see the need to muck around doing other stuff until there's more level ups and all that kind of shit that I'd like to probably try and get, Mm. which at the moment you can't do. Like if I hit level 30, there's nowhere else to go anyway. And the difference between level 29 and a half and level 30 is probably noticeable, but I'm so overpowered for most things that I'm doing anyway, except for PVP because I suck. Um, But that's just because I've got an older nervous system than most of the people that are on it and the, you know, synapses don't, you know, reach my thumbs in time. So that's the only difference. It's kind of um, like they they allow for you to easily get to level 20. I mean, not easily, but you can get to level 29 without doing the raids. But the Mm. highest non-raid stuff is the nightfall strike, which I guess is hard. But with three level 29s, fully fully upgraded gear at level 29, three in a fire team of three, that wouldn't be that difficult. And everything else is a piece of piss. Well, you and I did it last week by ourselves. And it was like the one on earth. And I didn't even have my best gear on. So I was only level 28. Yeah, true. So whatever. But um, And we did both die a couple of times, but that was more out of stupidity and a need for ammo than anything yeah. else. But apart from that, yeah, Destiny is... Um, I mean, I'm still having fun with it when I play it, but it's not, in, it's not really attracting me to play it at the moment while there's nothing really to do. Like, obviously, yeah. I'll still get on to do the raid with everyone, but, like, I haven't done PvP since the Iron Banner because I really can't be fucked. There's not mm-hmm. really any reason to. Yeah. But, um, well, the only reason I've been doing it, I suppose, is because I took the bounties for some PvP stuff. Yeah. And you know, even those ones were the easy ones, like, you know, melees or grenades or, you know, just basic things like that, not kill 25 with a headshot, because I barely kill 25 in 10 games anyway. Yeah, see, I haven't even bothered with bounties in the past, like, week, because I just can't, there's no reason. Like, there's yeah. literally, oh, yeah, I might get a legendary, but it's going to be exactly the same powerful, like, level of power as... Yeah, what you've the got. The shit I've already got, so what's the yeah. point? I just yeah. have to level it all up again, which is pointless. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, hopefully they... I mean, the first expansion comes out in December, but it's not going to... I don't know. We've got Dragon Age Inquisition comes out November 18th, I think. Yeah. And then Assassin's Creed, Unity... Uh, Far Cry 4, all these games are coming out, so I don't know. Mm. I actually had a quick game the other day, like, I shouldn't really say game, but I played um, Shadows of Mordor for about 15 minutes, I suppose, just the start of it. I just wanted to see what it was like. Yeah, Um, but it's been getting pretty good reviews. Yeah, it looks like it'll be a pretty good game. It does. I mean, the, the fighting in it, you just you're one dude and you get surrounded and then you just press block attack, you know, counter. Attack. Same as Assassin's Creed. Yeah, pretty much every other game that's you know in any way just a hack and slash. Um, 
and it, you don't really need to use direction or anything when you're in that kind of situation, like like Batman was. Um, and, just timing. Yeah, and it just I don't know. Looks good. Looks fun. Looks like it would be a pretty good story. Like it uh, it does a pretty good job in the beginning of it to try and set the story for you. Um, and I don't know. It looks like it'd be pretty good, but I just haven't had time because of destiny to even want to care about it at the moment. Um, but yeah, anyway. see, that's why I didn't bother picking up shadow of Mordor cause I was keen for it, but I just haven't got around to it. I mean, it's got systems in it that you obviously unlock later in the game that look pretty cool, like yeah. controlling, um, controlling the enemy's minds and shit like that or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That was in one of the first trailers. I don't know if it's still in it, but I'll eventually well, pick it up. But yeah, you kind of uh, at the start you you um, grab some kind of goblin or whatever he was, um, and the story is that you're in basically in limbo between Earth and Death, and you've been banished from Death prior to that for <laughs> something you'd done. It's all good. Yeah, I know it's kind of weird. Um, so you're kind of stuck in the wraith environment where the wraiths are and there's like a good ex-king or knight or something that uh, is assisting you um, so anyway you kind of grab this orc and he takes over and then it like goes to a cutscene where he's just interrogating this ugly beast who seemed to have quite good articulation which <laughs> kind of struck me as a bit weird um, but yeah <laughs> It's uh, it seems okay. Like there's uh, there's obviously a lot more to it than I saw. Um, but the other one that I'd actually be interested in giving a go, not at night time, but perhaps during the day, is the Evil Within. Um, yeah, that's been. Yeah, I've heard some good things. The about previews that. for that were fucking atrocious, and then all of a sudden the game came out, and people were like, wow, this is actually not shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've been hearing so, the same thing. I'm not interested in it. The last well, survival I don't horror like game. Scary games. I, I played Outlast for like an hour and then was yeah. like, nope, done with this. And too scary. I clocked the original Dead Space. That was a scary game, but I made it through it because mm-hmm. that was really fun to play. Yeah, and if you did it on easy, you were fairly powered. So it but, wasn't all. You know, it was the environmentally scary thing about that game that got me. Oh, mate, I've never played a game on easy. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no, I've clocked it and then I put it on hard as well because I was trying to get the platinum trophy for oh, it. Oh, there you go. And yeah. then I fucking, my PS3 died and it was before PlayStation Plus. No, yeah. I hadn't, Um, it was bef- when I didn't have the internet at home, which is still a still thing. Still the case, yeah. But it was ages ago. And, um, Actually, I said that to Ellie yeah. the other day, my daughter. Um Matt was here playing and we were watching TV upstairs and she goes, "Um, what's Matt doing? And I said, oh, he's doing the raid. And um, she just kind of goes, why does he have to come here to do that? And not being rude, obviously, just a question. And uh, I said, because he doesn't have internet at home. And she looked at me and goes, where does he live? (laughs) <laughs> like in a cave like what the fuck to an 11 year old that makes no sense there's internet fucking everywhere but anyway thought that was funny um so uh yeah that that's um survival horrors the new ones come out so that could be kind of interesting um 
But we are going to talk about a few different games, and we prattled on about Destiny a lot last time. Um, and both of us have been playing a few different games. So uh, I'll actually go to you first with a bit of Drive Club. Oh, yeah, I started playing Drive Club. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. They have had launch problems. The PlayStation Plus edition still isn't available. Yeah, it um, sucks. They had some issue with overloading servers, and, and they have been trying to fix it. People who bought the game, were, it was on like a one-in, one-out sort of situation for logging in. Like if the servers were full, you had to wait and queue up until someone mm-hmm. logged off. Um, and some of the stuff in it, there's like all these social challenges and shit like that. They're disabled. Like, so you can finish a race and then pick a section of it where you went really fast, make a speed trial and then share it with your friends so they can try and beat you mm-hmm. on that. And does that just kind of ghost or? No, it's like idea? a, there's like a line and then another line, however, further down the track. And you've got to beat an average speed through that section. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's like a there's one for drifting around corners where you tr- try and get as many drift points as you can and shit like that. It's a pretty fun game. Um, it's disappointing that it's fucked <laughs> because it's just yeah. gonna die and it, it'll like they'll be like oh it's fixed now but it'll be too late. Yeah, because the crew comes out in December and Gran Turismo Seven will be out next year I think. So hmm. it's like... Or in another seven years? Well, no, apparently they're going pretty well with it because the PS4 is fucking way easier to program for. Yeah, fair enough. So, but, yeah, Drive Club's kind of... Because it was supposed to come out last year. Hmm. But, yeah. Well, that could be interesting. Shitty situation for them. But yes. um, it's fun to play. It's got... It controls... I like how it controls and it has, like, day-night... Um, transitions during races and shit, which is cool. Like visually, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I had some, I had a lot of fun with it. I stopped because I'm playing a different game now, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition. But yeah, which also looks pretty good. Yeah, it's. Uh... Well, we should mention that with Drive Club, uh, if people want to get involved with us, they can jump on the crew. Or yeah, not the, the club. crew, obviously, just club. Yeah, there you go. But you can only have six people in your club. Wow, which is odd. That but is. Yeah, if you search for Drop Bay Gaming in the Drive Club clubs section, you should you find could be it. Uh, a lucky winner of one of the last spots. Yeah, help us level up that damn club because that's yep. it's got this whole leveling up system where you individually level up and unlock cars and shit like that, and then your club levels up as well. So that you can compete against other clubs in a leaderboard situation. Well, there you go. But um, like that's never been done before. Well, it's it's interesting in a racing game. Yeah, I suppose. I'd like to see it in a darts game, where you can get like a Friday night league or something. You know. Anyway, um, so you said you'd moved on. Yeah, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition is basically the PS3 and 360 game Sleeping Dogs Mm. uh, HD remastered because obviously Square Enix released the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and then that kind of went well, made them some money. So they were like, well, let's use the same system 
and release Sleeping Dogs again. The difference is that Sleeping Dogs had fucking heaps of DLC, and the definitive definitive edition includes all of that. So that's pretty cool. And like the graphics are improved. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I was watching you over your shoulder the other day playing it, and um, it but, yeah, it looks kind of clean. Yeah, it looks better. I don't think it's to the level of a fucking PS4 game. No. What a PS4 no. game Well, that was be, the first but... comment that I made to you, was that it looks like a PS3 game. Um, you know, like the textures there's... are better. It does obviously run a little bit better, and it's a bit smoother with its, you know, uh, fighting and things like that. There's but better, only marginally. Um, lighting f- there's noticeably better lighting in it, like mm-hmm. uh, the reflection on water and when it's raining and stuff like that. So that's all kind of cool. I mean... If you haven't played Sleeping Dogs, which I, I started it on PS3 and never got around to finishing it because I got distracted by other things. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I've been Damn playing Damn girlfriends. Through, I've been playing through it again on PS4, and it's fucking... It's a really fucking good game. Like, if you haven't played it and you like open-world sandbox kind of games, you should definitely check it out. It's, uh, it's kind of like GTA if it was in Hong Kong and if the main character was an undercover police officer in the triads. So it's fucking violent. Only slight difference. Super violent. You're running around doing karate and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, I watched you try and axe some dudes with a um, meat cleaver. Yeah. Which was pretty pretty epic. Yeah, you're just just chopping people up. It's pretty awesome. I did one last night where it was like one of the DLC packs from the original was called the Zodiac Tournament. And... It takes you to this island and it plays out like a kung fu movie with like credits at the beginning and flickering lines as if it's on old film. <laughs> and um, you're on this island and it's basically a tournament to the death to see who's the best fighter. And um, yeah, I was like impaling people on spikes and throwing them into machine gears. So they were getting mm, like smashed nice and guy. crushed and stuff. So it was pretty... This is a pretty cool game. It's got definitely got a lot of shit to do in it, which is nice. Yeah, well, that's um, about eighty-five Australian bucks if you want to pick that one up on the uh, on the PlayStation Store. Did, digitally, um, yeah, I think it's yeah. about the same on uh, on retail as well. Yeah, they tend to be these days. But yeah, Sleeping Dogs is fucking awesome. So if you haven't played it, I would definitely highly recommend it more so than Drive Club at this stage. Like, obviously, you can pick up the PlayStation Plus edition sometime in the future mm. for Drive Club. Well, Drive Club's still on the... If you're a, a member, um, it's only 55 bucks or 57 bucks. Um, so it's still 100 to 110 in a lot of retailers, um, EB being the most likely at that price. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's obviously the first major release that I've seen that is significantly cheaper than buying at retail. Yeah, because of the, the upgrade, PlayStation Plus upgrade. But yeah, you don't have to have the PlayStation Plus edition to do the upgrade, which is good considering they haven't fucking released it yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's 84 bucks at JB Hi-Fi. But Sleeping yeah. Dogs? Uh, no, um, Drive Club. Oh, Drive Club. But I would oh, definitely wait... Just keep an eye on the um, PlayStation blog. They're likely to, or listen to this podcast because I'll let you know. 
Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. It might be later than you probably if you kept an eye out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully they get that all sorted soon. Because I feel fucking bad for them, man. It's um, the same people who made Motorstorm. Mm-hmm. And the last game they made, apart from Motorstorm RC on Vita, was Motorstorm Apocalypse on PS3, which came out at the exact same time as the fucking earthquake hit in Japan. Yeah, true. Which was really awkward. <laughs> and it awkward. cost them a lot of sales because yeah. of that situation. Like, their game is about you're driving along and, like, yeah, earthquakes, earthquakes are hitting tracks and shit like yeah. that. So... Yeah. Sleeping Dogs that. Definitive Edition is 89. That. Okay. So, whatevs. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, if you want a disc, get the disc. If you want to download it, which is be with all the DRC, you may be looking at about 6 to 8 gig, I would imagine. Maybe Possibly more. more. Probably yeah. 15. Could be. It should yeah. say on there if you have a look. Yeah, true. I'll just click on it. Just everybody hold their horses. Um <laughs> Uh, 16.6. There you go. So if you're interested in a slightly upscaled uh, PS3 game, then um, there you go. Well, until GTA comes out next month, that's the only real... Speaking of another slightly upscaled, oh, probably, uh, hopefully I, more than slightly. Honestly, I think GTA will be the one that shows other game publishers how to fucking do an HD remaster. Yeah. Because Rockstar don't do things by halves, and they've got the fucking money to throw behind it. So, mm-hmm. and it's coming like. To what else are they dogs. working on? Have they? They haven't announced even suggested anything? anything. They're probably working on Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah, I was thinking that would be probably right, but, but um, they haven't said anything. Yeah, they they tend to not say a lot until mm. pretty close. But GTA Five on on the uh, PS4 and Xbox One, one I reckon will be. Way better visually, I reckon. Like maybe I'm grasping at straws, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be not doing a half-ass job like it, like uh, potentially other companies might be. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been given a, a bit of a go to NBA 2K15 recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you played any more than last time I was over here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, I don't know, like, I haven't played a, in my opinion, a good basketball game, like a really fun basketball game since NBA Jam, which is a long, long time ago. Um, the thing that kind of gets me about NBA 2K15 is the speed. It is extremely slowed down compared to other sports games. Like, uh, I've also been playing um, uh, NHL 15, and the two of them are just chalk and cheese. You know, one feels like you're playing in a fish tank of molasses, and the other one feels like it's a bunch of bloody chipmunks on speed. It's amazing. Um, but being a, a majority sports orientated you know game that I would play would be FIFA I'm a huge fan of FIFA mm. have been for a long long time um, and FIFA's we'll made that later yeah yeah both of us have been playing a bit of that but FIFA's uh, been making leaps and bounds nearly every year and then well I should say every second year because then every other year they kind of break something but <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, NBA 2K15 is a really, really good basketball game. Um, if your knowledge, understanding, excitement comes from watching it on television. Um, I used to play basketball my entire teens kind of thing. Um, and the game itself, when you're playing it, is it's hectic. Like, it's fast-paced and it's, you know, the possibilities and the, the uh, I guess, opportunities for making a mistake is just it's instant when it happens like it is in the, when you're playing a game of FIFA but when you're playing NBA it it's so slow everything happens at such a slow pace because it's so zoomed in on the court compared to you know FIFA obviously um that they have to make everything really slow and it is very very similar to watching a game on TV um which can be fun but also kind of boring now watching the NBA because it's so advertising orientated the commentators constantly refer to products even in the game um, there's times when you can't skip through things when you know there's a basket or something like that then you it makes you sit through watching the team set up or the, the guy who made the basket running back with a smirk on his face or the celebration from a dunk or, you mm. know, the, the commentators making some kind of reference to it. Um, it just doesn't allow you to have a fast game. And I find that really frustrating as a gamer because it just, it just chews up time. That's unnecessary. Um, you know, you're playing a game and you want to be able to just sit there and play it probably a different story if you were watching somebody else play you'd probably enjoy it more because there's a little bit more than just you know some dude doing stuff on a court um but that's my major gripe with the game um it is actually as far as basketball games go it is more of a sim than anything else that i've been at or that i've ever played um they've worked a lot on the um the offense and, you know, the control and the, the AI's, you know, formations and all those types of things are actually pretty good now. Mm. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of buttons involved in it, but you can, you know, quite easily call pick and, you know, or call somebody to come and block somebody so you can do a pick and roll and, you know, all those types of things. It's fairly well made in that regard. But on the opposite side of that, when it's in defense, it just it just kind of feels like you don't have any control when you're defending because you only really have the opportunity to jump when someone takes a shot and try and block it or you know do like a steal and just pick it out of their hands when they're standing at the top of the three-point line or something like that. Um, which in most cases will cause a foul. And then if it's early in the game, they, they get the ball from you know the side of the court and throw it in, and then you start all over again, or they end up shooting baskets later in the game. So it it kind of became a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, I don't know. If uh, the first thing that I thought was, 
thank God EB still does their seven-day trade-in. Because if you bought the game, you could play it to death in seven days. Um, if you bought it when it first came out, you couldn't even get online. Their servers were all broken. So that kind of went against them as well. Um, so anyway, yeah, the servers went down, but that, that's been fixed now and it's, you know, it's all good. Um, matchmaking's pretty normal. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's it's one of those kind of games where, not that there is one available at this time, but perhaps a demo would probably suffice, I think, um, which is a real sad comment for probably what is one of the best basketball games that's come out. Um, but, yeah, that that's my kind of thoughts on NBA. I don't think it's the kind of game that I'd put anywhere near the time that I would into Destiny which is not really the benchmark. But anyway, um, so going from one sports game to a glowing sports game. Well, I mean, for NBA, I, I guess you're not really enjoying it that much, but for someone who's an NBA fan, in terms of watching it, like, hard yeah. out, yeah. They'd pro- it'd probably Might be, be a good for them. Story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how big of a market it has in Australia. I think it's pretty popular here, actually. Yeah, NBA's always been pretty popular here, but I remember... Um, reading an article when it was um, when it was announced, and they were saying, you know, having to buy the rights to the actual name and the clubs and the players' names and all that kind of stuff, it cost them so much money to actually do it that um, they're looking at getting that back over the next, I think it was three years, um, and that's probably even just to break even. Uh, it was something crazy, like nearly $400 million. Um, mm. And they'll probably make that back in a couple of years, but they're going to have to make a big difference. Um, I didn't actually get a chance to do it, but yesterday I was playing it and I wanted to um, go in and just try and muck with the settings as much as I could to turn the speed up and to do all those types of things. Um, but... I actually got interrupted, so I didn't even get to go back and give it a go. Mm. But uh, that might make a bit of a difference. But I don't know. It 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 is exactly the same as just watching the the stuff like basketball on TV. Mm. Um, and you can literally, when there's a timeout called, you can literally not touch the controller and just sit there for two minutes and watch the girls dance and the commentators, you know, looking over the shoulders of the bloody, you know, the coaches and stuff as they try and direct what the next plays are going to be and all that kind of stuff, which is, it, it is kind of cool if you want to watch that kind of stuff. But yeah. if you're trying to play a game, then, you know, maybe that's a good chance to, you know, have a swig of beer and a couple more chips and then you get back into it. You know, so... But anyway, um, yeah, if you like NBA, if you do like basketball, uh, watching it, that is, um, then it's it's not too bad. The button configuration is pretty scary. Uh, there's, It's not really intuitive where you can just pick up the controller and play the game. Um, well, you can, but you can't do the majority of stuff that has been incorporated. Like there's 5,000 or so more... Um, uh, like motion capture kind of stuff in the game. Um, so 
being able to do crossovers and all that kind of shit that you can you see in the basketball when you're watching it mm. when you when you're watching the NBA the amazing shit that those di- those guys do um you know that takes a lot more than just picking up the controller and playing it um so anyway if you like basketball might be worth a go sweet yeah um the other game that obviously both of us have been playing uh, is FIFA. I haven't been playing it as much as I'd like to. <laughs> it is a really fun game. It is. They've they have done a hell of a lot this year compared to last year. There was and last year was really good. FIFA 14 I thought was actually fairly intelligent. And this year I think they've made it even better. Yeah. Well, the focus this time around was the. Uh... The goalies were a the big goalkeepers and stuff like that. Hey, yeah. But yeah. I mean, to really think about it, the last one, FIFA 14, was the first one brought to the next gen. Yeah. Well, the current gen, I guess. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And so clearly, with the extra year, they've had time to kind of see what they can get out of that engine. I think it's only going to get better as they start to. Yeah sort of make it a bit more efficient in their coding and all that, I guess. Mm. I don't know how it works. Just make it better each year and I'll be happy. (laughs) Well, I mean, it has really been a struggle for them every single year because they're trying to improve on it. And to make a change, any kind of change to a game as popular as FIFA and as played as FIFA is, um, any change is going to be ridiculed because people play it a certain way, and then when you make any kind of change, it's just so glaringly obvious. Um, And it's almost like those changes, in order to improve things, seem to break things. Like uh, one of the major things that they've done away with this year that they incorporated last year was if the ball went out of play and it hit the sideboard or the advertising boards and came back into play, then you'd kind of run over or a player would run over to the sideline and get thrown a ball and then you'd have to sit there and wait while another player just eventually triggered and ran over and kicked the other ball out of play so that you could start to play again. And that's what I'm like I was saying with NBA, like the biggest frustration is that you have to wait any more than a few seconds to start playing again. Mm. And that was such an obvious thing that they added last year with this new engine and this year the significant difference of just removing it has made the game so much more enjoyable and it's bizarre because it's not even part of the gameplay just improvements yeah yeah and i mean the as i was mentioning to you when we first started talking about it when it first came out was when i first played the game it was the very first time that I'd played FIFA. Well, I've played FIFA for 15 years, um, but the very first time I'd actually had a game of FIFA where you're running one-on-one with the goalie, basically you've passed everybody and you boot the ball into the goals and either the goalie touches it and it's saved or they completely miss it and it's a goal. Um, This happened, I was running in, I kicked the ball and the goalie dived to the side and it hit his forearm and bounced over and went in. And I 
I was just flabbergasted. I just looked at it and I thought, oh my god, I have never ever seen that in a FIFA game. Oh, where they it's touch it and been, it goes in. Yeah, it's always been a block. You know, the the goalie was a, just a big block of cheese, and if he dove to the side and it touched somewhere within that block, it was going to be either, you know, it'd go behind the goals or it'd go back into play. Um, but this time they actually have limbs. And I've seen it now come off the goalie's, you know, feet and go in. Um, you know, just things that never had happened before. Go between the goalie's legs or, you know, things like that. Um, and it makes us, it, it makes a massive difference in the game because it's actually believable in a way. So as far as sports simulations go, that's incredible. And I've been really enjoying the fact that that's a big part of it now. Mm. And <clears throat> more just, realistic from that point of view, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I know I've I've been having a lot of fun with FIFA. It's a really really good game this year. So if anybody's a sports fan and anybody a fan of FIFA that you know hasn't played it for a little while. This is the year, because it seems to be pretty bloody amazing. Get amongst it. Yeah, yeah, do it. Well, there you go. Um, the other game I made mention of before was NHL. Um, played a fair bit of that. Uh, NHL? NHL, yeah. No shit. So the, you know, not the World Series, because that's only baseball in America. Um, what's, what's the thing that the NHL has? Can't even remember Stanley Cup or some shit. Yeah, Stanley Cup, the East West Conference and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, um, and and it's a, actually a really fun game. Hurts like hell though because it's it's so funny when you go from playing a game like FIFA where it's extremely touchy. You know, like if you push a direction. Unless you're sprinting, if you push a direction, your player moves in that direction almost instantly. Um, but because obviously in hockey or ice hockey, they're sliding around, they're gliding on their skates. So you can't just change directions because it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. They have to, you know, spin or whatever, you know. Um, and it becomes very difficult to change from, you know, instantly being able to do things to actually using the player's momentum and their, you know, inertia or whatever it's called and actually being able to turn. Um, but it is a really fun game. Like some of the plays in that game are awesome. And I remember playing that oh, for years as well. I used to love playing the, the ice hockey games, um, you know, in the mid mid. 2000, 2005 to probably 2009, I thought, were probably getting really good. Um, but the other thing that is probably a bit of a letdown would be graphically. Um, it just looks blocky because it is really, really fast game. Um, and because the ice is almost... Uh, it's a top-down view, obviously, like all the hockey games have been, but the ice the way it's made it's almost ghosty kind of thing um it's just it's just kind of bizarre um but it just looks fairly blocky and um i don't know just more pixelated than 
a lot of games are at the moment because mm. uh, there's a shitload going on on the screen. So, you know, to be able for the machines to be able to keep up with it, I suppose they had to make some kind of adjustments, but that'll get better. They'll be able to push that more and more as mm. they bring things out. So that'll be good. Yeah, I um, feel like um, NHL is one of those games that's even more niche than, uh, than yeah. even NBA. Oh, shit, yeah. Especially here, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, who the fuck? <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny, actually, is the um, a lot of those games are becoming cheaper now over here. Um, like NBA, I think when it first got released, was only 55 bucks. Um, NHL, uh, last year's Madden was only about 65 bucks when it first came out. Um, whereas if you buy them through the stores, they're still a hundred bucks. Um, or I should say through, you know, Microsoft or, or, uh, the PlayStation store. Mm. Um, and JB is actually selling them cheaper because they're realizing that they're not going to sell as many. So they have to sell it obviously because it's a big title but they're only going to sell a handful of them compared to some other games. It surprises me that EB games still insist on charging so fucking much. Yeah. yeah it's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, they do price match and stuff, but fuck, that's mm. the onus is on the customer to find a good deal for themselves yeah, exactly. rather than yeah. the con- rather than the company, you know, doing the right thing. Yeah, basically being yeah. faithful to their customers, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't, it's not like they're obliged to fucking help out people. Well, but that's right. It'd be they're nice to, to make money off people. Yeah, just don't be. But it, it is funny that every time that I've been into an EB where I've actually bought something, if there's someone standing next to me that's buying something and doesn't even bother, then I always point it out to them. So if they're standing there with a game and they're about to purchase it and I'm standing next to them being served by the other guy, um, as soon as the dude kind of, you know, scans it and goes, that's $110, thanks, I always just look across to the guy or, or person and just go, actually, JB's got that for 70 or Dick Smith's got that for 60 you know, or Big W's got it for fucking $13 or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and... You can just watch the the you know the guy at EB's face drop. I love it. And then the person next to you is just so impressed. They're so excited that you've just saved them so much money because they just didn't realise. Yeah. But anyway, I, don't I think know. we should we should make a movement where if you're in an EB store and you're at the counter and the person next to you is about to pay full price for something, you should point it out to them. Because it's, it's the neighborly thing to do. And at that moment, you are their neighbor because you're next to them. So we should uh, try and start a movement on that one. I'll start a movement. Speaking of movements. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? Uh, I don't know. What else have I been playing? I mean, I guess I can check my library. Well, the, um, the Vita version of uh, Minecraft came out this week. Yeah, it's... Fucking cross by between PS3 and Vita, but not PS4. Yeah, which is so they. I mean, it's, it's not like they because they are completely different games. The information was there 
at the launch of the PS4 version, where if you bought the PS3 version and paid the small upgrade fee to get the PS4 version, get you would get the Vita version for free. But I was like, mm-hmm. fuck it. Yeah. And bought the fucking PS4 version. And so I haven't got the Vita version. I'll pr- maybe get it eventually. I don't know. Well, they are completely different games. Um, mm. The PS3 version and the Xbox 360 version were always dumbed down versions compared to the PC version of it. Um, and they had to do that, obviously, because the PC version is almost infinite. You know, you, every time you spawn, it can create a new world that's filled with completely different things. And you can do that, what did they say, like like 70 million times or something ridiculous that it'll spawn a completely different world, Yeah, um, which is insane. Uh, you couldn't do that on a small download onto a PS3 or Xbox 360. Um, and now that they've it was still pretty big the, though. Oh yeah, it's still still decent. Because I played it on 360 and it was pretty impressive. And yeah, when they, now that they've brought it out on the one and the four, um, it's a lot closer to what the PC version is. Uh, the only difference, obviously, is that you don't have the ability to mod it like you you do on a PC. Um, which is now apparently more than 60% of what Minecraft is. Um, just mods and all that kind of crap. So, yeah, it's, it's about, well, the rough stat that I heard was it's about four times bigger than the original port to the consoles. So, you know, obviously they couldn't do a cross-buy kind of thing on the Vita to the PS4. So it's a different thing. I don't know. I think it's a bit of a fucking scam, really, to be honest. Sure. Because I think other cross-buy... Well, other cross-buy games are across all three. Yeah, true. And that they charged $5 for a PS4 upgrade. But they're not drastically different either, though. Yeah, but it's beside the point. You're paying 20 bucks for a game, or 25 or whatever the fuck the price is. How fucking hard is it for them to go, oh, yeah, we'll just let them have it. Chuck it in. Instead of being dicks. Like, they've already made billions of dollars. That's right. Why you got to be a fucking dick about it? (laughs) Oh, we've got to recoup the fucking costs of making the Vita version. How much fucking money do you reckon they made? Minecraft on PS4 was like one of the highest selling games. I think it was second to fucking Destiny only. You know? Like, they've made their fucking money back already on that shit. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They would have made enough from selling the PS3 version to cover the Vita version. And then fucking millions on top of that. <laughs> like, why be a fucking dick about That's it? That's right. Well, anyway, if you if you like that kind of thing, you want to be more portable with it, then grab the Vita version if you've got a Vita, obviously. Um, the other game that I got to spend a bit of time with was uh, Alien Isolation, um, which was okay. Um, I actually sat through watching a friend play the last near hour or so of the game, uh, knowing that I'd probably never play the game myself. Um, he loved it. He thought it was a really good, fun game and was kind of pissed off when it was finished because he wanted to keep playing it um, and just had fun, you know, enjoyed the, the storyline. Um, you know, being a fan of the Alien series, uh, you know, I watched Aliens when I was quite young. Um, and 
it's always been there. It's like Terminator, you know what I mean? Like it's aliens has always been there yeah. throughout my life. Um, and this was actually pretty good. The way they made the storyline evolve again. Um, in this one, you're the daughter of Ripley. Um, and you're going back in to try and find out what happened to the, the ship that she was on. Um, and yeah, I don't know if anybody would make the connection all that much, but I think it was, uh, the fact that she was in, um, I think it was in aliens because she'd been in hyperspace for so long. Um, her daughter had actually already died of old age. So yeah, it was, it's actually interesting the way that they've put it together. But the thing that I took out of it was just, uh, it is more of a survival horror game than anything else. Um, and there is action through it, of course. Um, but, the aliens themselves were just kind of dumb. Like they, they are dumb, which is really disappointing. Um, but I guess, you know, the way that it all worked out in the game itself was it, they had to do something because you can't just have the aliens like in the movies where, oh fuck, there's an alien, you're dead. Yeah. Um, well, so that, I thought be, that was what yeah. it was going to be, like where you it was basically stealth just hiding from the aliens the whole time. Yeah. A lot of it was, but if you've got a... Um, like if you make noise, uh, then the aliens get attracted, um, which you can use in your favour, obviously. Like there's... Um, in uh, The Last of Us, being able to, you know, learn more ways to... Um, make things basically like the pipe bombs and all that kind of shit. Um, it's very similar in this where you make devices or, um, you know, explosives and stuff like that throughout the game. And you can use those like a, you can make like a remote, um, uh, like a beeping machine kind of deal, um, where, you can set it up in one corner of the room and then run around to another corner and then set it off and the alien will get, or aliens will get, you know, attracted to that. Um, so you can run around them to get through to where you need to go. That reminds me of something else recently where, I don't know if it was Tomb Raider or something else like that, where you throw a thing and it just like beeps and they're like, wait, what was that? And then you just go up and stab them in the neck. Um, that, that did happen with a few games. It's pretty good though. Yeah, it is good fun. I've heard the complaint that, um, Alien Isolation is too long. Well. Because it's like 20 hours long, which is is a bit like. Yeah. And when there's not a lot of action, but being a real fan of the genre or the actual story. Yeah. um, That kind of franchise or world or whatever. Yeah. Universe. I think they did a good job with it. It didn't go too long, and it was still pretty faithful to the original story, mm. which is important. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's yeah. the whole reason that Colonial... Um, what was it called? Aliens Colonial Marines? That was yeah, a fucking I think it was disaster. Aliens Colonial Arsefuck. Yeah. They, um, well, the whole idea with this was to, like, redeem the franchise... And mm. while it may not be getting tens out of tens and shit, at, at least it's faithful to the to yeah. the fans of this of the uh, and whatever. pretty much everything that you've well everything that I've read about it, um, 
they've made that comment. You know, it's some people just really liked the game itself, um, but most people just said that it was quite good for you know, an extension of the story, mm. which is great. Back to what so, it should be. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the good thing about it. Like the thing that amazed me when I was watching it. And I, I tried to avoid a lot of the story before I got a chance to see it. Um, and the thing that amazed me was that it actually looks like it's back in the 70s or early 80s. Living in the 70s. <laughs> well, it's kind of amazing. Like the the whole idea of gaming nowadays is to make the most futuristic, amazing-looking thing on a screen from a console. Yeah. Um, but this did that, but then whenever you interacted with any kind of technology or anything that, you know, was from when the original story was made, uh, they made it look like that and it was kind of cool. So I don't know, maybe I'm just old and if you're not, then fucking grow up. Well, you are, but get older. Come on. (laughs) Um, but anyway, I I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the the possibility of watching it. Uh, I don't think I'd actually play through the game, so I didn't mind watching the last hour. Um, but yeah, there, literally there was probably only about twenty minutes of gameplay. But because it's all just crouching and you know sneaking forward, it just seemed to take an hour. So yeah. Um, Anyway, I don't know if that's the kind of game you could run through. But the other thing as well that I kind of thought from watching it is that it a lot of it seemed to be very scripted in where the monsters are. So you get killed, you can respawn back at your last save, and the monsters will always be in the same places, which is kind of disappointing. Um but that could be completely different in different, uh, you know, circumstances or, you know, in other parts of the story. Mm. Um, but apparently it is really fucking insanely hard. That was the other thing that I've been hearing. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So if it's, if it's the kind of game, like I would imagine it's probably closer to 20 hours if you play it on even normal. But if you were to play it on easy, it'd still probably be at least 15 to maybe 17 hours. So, yeah, give it a go anyway. Looked pretty good. For anybody who's a fan of the uh, the story and the genre, then give it a go. Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up, bro. Yeah, I mean, Peggle 2 is out as well if you're fucking interested. Yeah, get that. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Cool. It's fun. It's Peggle. What are you playing it at the moment? It is what it is. Hey? What are you playing at the moment? What do you mean? Are you on your Vita? No, my Vita's at home. Oh, there you go. I thought you were uh, having a game. No. We recorded. Just looking at mobile phones. The Sony Xperia Z3 came out this month, um, yes. which is the one which has remote play, where you can and sync it. And it also has a problem with water issues. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. So but if anyway. you do like to take your phone for a swim... Well, that's the whole thing with it. They say it's waterproof, but yeah. um, it's got remote play where you can sync it with uh, DualShock 4 and play your PS4 games with your phone, which is good because the whole downside of the Vita one is using the Vita's control system to play a fucking PS4 game. But 
Uh, Telstra have been delayed with it, so I haven't got mine yet. The fuck is. But I should hopefully yeah. have it by the time we record the next show. Cool. Looking forward to playing PS4 games on my phone. Sounds good. A little bit of sleeping dogs on the go. Yeah. Or any fucking game because you'll yeah. be able to play it properly with a decent control. <laughs> anyway, that's the show. That's it. Um, yeah, we're all caught up on everything. Pretty much. Uh, if anybody uh, wants to email us, say good day, um, get involved, give us topics to talk about, tell us that we're fucking idiots, whatever you want to do, um, you can email us at podcast at dropbeargaming.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody likes techno or house music, they can jump on SoundCloud and have a listen to some of my mixes, which is uh, just uh, search for BQ410. Um, or if uh, you like playing games and you want to uh, add us to your friends list, I'm BQ410. Matt is Asmerith, and he'll spell that for you. A-S-M-E-R-I-T-H. That's on PS4. Yeah, and uh, on the next show we'll be hopefully talking about The Sims 4. Yep, my daughter's been playing it and she's been making some notes, so I'll do my best to try and uh, read her handwriting. <laughs> um, and uh, Civilization Beyond Earth comes out tomorrow, which is fucking exciting, mm. and I'll be playing the fuck out of that. So see you later, Destiny. It's time. <laughs> it's time for the OG to take over. That's right. Civilization is back. Exactly, so, look out. I'm excited for that. It's another sinkhole of time. And what else is coming out? Obviously, uh, there's fucking heaps of stuff coming out. Yeah, I would be here all day if we just decided to start talking about that. Well, I mean, just in the next, like, two weeks, you've got some pretty impressive games. Walking Dead, Season 1 and 2 are out for, X- uh, for Xbox One and PS4. Um, Which retail. are pretty good. Yeah, like the whole, they've compiled them and upgraded them or whatever for PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Then, um. Dragon Age you know, Inquisitions is coming out soon. Yeah, new SingStar comes out next week. So I've, I've requested a copy of that so I can talk about it. I fucking <laughs> want to check it out. It's got a system <laughs> you where. You just want to be Nicki Minaj. Well, it's got a system where instead of using microphones plugged into your system, so you have to buy the fucking microphone separately, you can sync your, as long as you've got your mobile phone on the same Wi-Fi network as the PS4, you load up a SingStar app on your phone and your phone acts as the microphone for the game. So Which you can is have, good unless you get a phone call. Yeah, well, that fucks you, doesn't it? But, yeah, yeah, and then like, uh, so presumably we're not going to record for two weeks. So that means the next time we record will probably be just before Assassin's Creed comes out. And so, uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare would probably be out by then. Yeah, so um, we'll see about getting that. Have yeah, that'd be Kevin, interesting. Get some Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah. Action going. Kevin Spacey on. But anyway, email um, us. Hope you like the show. Yeah, don't email us and hope you... No, no, I still hope you like the show. Um, <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Thanks again for listening. Ciao.